Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, Sirius XM Channel 80, and of course, your smart speakers. The guys are out and we are in. I'm Jen Latta. He's Bart Scott. Thanks to Mike Tannenbaum, who joined us for the first hour. Great stuff with Mike. And we're talking about the association. You just heard. A lot more star power in L.A. as Russell Westbrook and Carmelo Anthony join LeBron and A.D. Mm -hmm. out there. But before we talk about the Lakers, the Bulls making some moves this week as well. They got an overnight delivery from their front office in the form of four-time NBA All-Star DeMar DeRozan. Overnight delivery is brought to you by USPS. Business is changing, and USPS is changing with it. Find out how at usps.com slash new routes. The United States Postal Service priority you DeMar DeRozan yesterday in a sign and trade with the Spurs the Bulls making some moves here Lonzo Ball we just talked about DeRozan they've got Levine there can they contend in the East part I mean this is a team it's the beginning of Billy Donathan's um his rebuild right and I think you know this really is a move that made that is made for Zach Levine you know, I wonder what happens now. Was Lauren marketing? Was he in? The, was he in the sign and trade? Did he go back to to the Spurs? No, and marketing's still there. Oh wow! So I mean, the fact that they were able to retain him is impressive. I think Caruso gives them a lot of grit. You know, it gives them a guard that you know with a good wingspan, a good defensive player. Demar Derozan's a guy who's averaged over twenty during his career. People forget, or I don't know if people really paid attention last year to what a great season Zach Levine was having, averaging mm-hmm. twenty-seven points a game. I mean, he looks like he's totally back from the knee injury, and you know, really his his ability to kind of finish, and also now his three-point shooting is much more improved. But in the East, I just don't know where that puts him. You know, for me, that might elevate them to six because we believe that Miami's better, right? We know that that the Bucks are within that division. You look at what, you know, the addition of Patty Mills did for the Nets. You know, people always kind of sleep on the Pacers. The Pacers, I believe, is going to be much more improved when you think of Rick Carlisle and what his effect is going to be there. So I think this is, you know, they've, they've improved themselves. They put themselves in the conversation. You know, I think they they maybe put themselves even or maybe a little bit slightly better than the Knicks within that division, which I think the Knicks is going to be like seventh in that division. So, you know, they've improved, but are they there yet? I have to see all this come together and see how they play as a unit collectively. I'm, I'm glad you bring up Miami because I think we oftentimes sleep on them, and I never sleep on Pat Riley, especially yeah. when his team gets yeah. bounced early the yes. way they did this year against the Milwaukee trust. Bucks. Yeah. You can't, you can't trust Patrick. Pat Riley's the type of dude that if he's your friend, you never leave him in the room with your girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, we all got those type of friends. You know, he'd be coming at like googly eyes and all that type of stuff. Like, hey, man, like you're a little bit extra nice to my girlfriend right there, Pat. I also think Eric Spolster is an underrated coach in the NBA. And obviously, we know that they made some moves as well to get better. But, you know, look, when you get bounced the way that they did, that's what you expect, especially from a competitive guy like Pat Riley who wants to win. Uh, let's transition back to the Lakers because we talked about the fact fact that Carmelo Anthony now joins his banana boat boy LeBron in LA let's hear from our guy Stephen A. Smith on the move of the banana boat crew he's the only one that's never been in the NBA finals CP3 was just there D-Wade got three LeBron's got four I want to see Melo in the finals I'm rooting for the Lakers now more than ever I'm a New Yorker first okay Knicks first New York always but damn it Mello, who y'all thought, a lot of y'all thought was finished years ago. Look at this brother right here. Big time addition for the Lakers. With AD, with Russ, with LeBron. Mello gonna get some open shots now. <laughs> Look out, y'all. I Look mean, out. if you've been 
paying Congrats attention. Congrats to my man Mello. A room for this man. Gosh, he's got those long pregnant pauses. I yeah, never exactly. know when he's finished talking. If you've been paying attention, though, Carmelo Anthony has kind of reinvented his game. Yes. I mean, coming off of the bench, he was obviously very more than serviceable the last couple of years. And so do you expect him to have a similar role with LeBron and company in L.A.? Of course. I mean, he's going to be able to get his shots up when LeBron's taking a break. Maybe they pair him with, with Russell Westbrook because he is a spot-up shooter. So when Russ wants to, wants to cook, so to speak, and he's been aggressive, you know, pushing the tempo, getting out on fast breaks, Melo's the perfect perfect guy to hit, you know, for an 18-foot jump shot, you know, for a spot-up three. That's kind of what he's turned back into, you know, a, a good spot-up shooter and a guy that when you need him to get a bucket every once in a while on the low post, you know that he's always had that low post game. But for me, this still is a nothing burger, man. Like, I would have been more impressed – if we would if we would have turned on you know you know on the on the tube today and they would have made some other you know some other key additions because I feel like if they would have signed a guy like Lou Williams and you know, the lemon lemon pepper wings I think that he offers more right but yeah but you know LeBron is offering guys movie roles in his upcoming movies that he's that he's putting so that they can take you know take money from, take less money Sweet Lou is also a guy he fits that profile right he's a guy that has made a lot of money has played for a long time he's a guy that might want to just put the cherry on top and be able to win a championship you know you also think about Dollar. like I, it looked like they decided to go with Trevor Ariza over Dollar. you know I just don't know with the age of this team in a long season in a shortened off season if they're going to be able to make it to the finish line because you're depending on too many older players and you might have to give them extended minutes and how will they body hold up yeah. right we see LeBron start to break down we know he's the most conditioned athlete Marcus Gasol is a guy who's you know struggled with his weight let's see if he'll be able to handle he looked like he was running in quicksand Dwight Howard still plays at a high level because he's a genetic physical freak. But I just don't know if this puts him over the top. You know, I want to see how the rest of the West tries to continue to answer some of the moves that the Lakers have made. Well, they're in such an interesting situation because, to your point about adding other guys, other pieces, you've got to bring guys in who are on the vet minimum. Mm-hmm. You know, guys who are basically ring chasers, which you're starting to see with some of these guys. Yeah, and I hate ring Westbrook. chasers. Come on now. What do, the, the, you, what do you have against ring chasers? No, this reminds me of when Gary Payton and Carl Malone decided to try and gang up with Shaq and Kobe, and my Pistons took them down. So now they're Goliath. They're trying to be Goliath, right? They're old old warriors, right? I'm looking for a young, a young like, warrior to take them out. Now, now, like, where Stephen A's like, oh, I love it, man. I'm rooting for my boy Melo. Now I'm a Lakers fan. I'm a Knicks fan first. No, now I'm, now I'm Buck Nasty. I'm the ultimate hater against the Lakers because I feel like they just, like, LeBron just trying to go get everybody that used to be somebody. Just a hot tub time machine, and he can take all these guys back to maybe early 2010. Maybe I think they had a shot. Well, you don't think he's made a call to Dwayne Wade? Yeah, all Dwayne, yeah, guys Dwayne Wade was like, class? man, he was like, man, this square show is Bombing, you know, this thing is bombing. Let me go get another gig. Maybe uh, LeBron, LeBrick will give me a chance. We know who Stephen A. is rooting for. Which player are you rooting for to win their first NBA title? We've put it on the Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin poll. You got Chris Paul. You got Carmelo Anthony. Mm. You got James Harden. And you got Paul George. Now, I know you're not cheering for Carmelo Anthony. Who do you want to win their first NBA title this season of those four? I want James Harden to win because really? I think he's the best out of all of them, and he showed me something different, right? We Concerned all, at all, though, about the rule changes in the NBA affecting his game, affecting his efficiency? Man, this is a dude that created a whole shot, right? That whole step-back, sidestep thing, the entire league, you talk about you know, Steph Curry and what he, his impact on the game has been, you know, expanding the three-point line. His sidestep has become a staple of every star, every kid on the playground. I don't think he gets enough credit for what he was able to do. And we thought he was a selfish guy. We thought he was a guy that hogged the ball, but when when Kyrie Irving, sage man himself, 
Rose Court, I love everybody, comes up to him and says, you're the captain now, you're the point guard, that lets me know that James Harden is an alpha male. He's a, he's a leader amongst leaders. And the fact that he was able to change his game and become more of a facilitator lets me know that it's not about his ego. He wants to change the narrative of what's been said about him. And you know, also, you know, you look at Westbrook, he's, he's, he's fighting the same narrative. He has that same scarlet letter. So which one of these guys can change the narrative and become the first out of their group to win a title and be able to say you can win this way with a James Harden because people say you can't win a championship with James Harden. You can't win a championship with Russell Westbrook. Well, one of those narratives may be changed at the end of the the season. Right now, Carmelo Anthony leading those poll results. Of course, to your point, it would also be Russell Westbrook in there as well if the Lakers were to win the title. I think I'm going for Chris Paul. I think he's, listen, last year he was the feel-good story of the NBA. Everybody talking about 16 seasons, so we're talking about 17 seasons now. Uh, I like what the Suns have put together. Now, again, I follow the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks put hurting on them in the finals, and that was just fine by me. But if I'm looking for somebody to get a ring, and I got to choose somebody who's not on the Milwaukee Bucks squad, I think I got to go with Chris Paul. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, he was the sentimental favorite last year because he want to put it to – like, if he, if he gets it, it elevates him to a level that I think he can't get to without a championship. I think Russell and I think that James Harden, you know, legacy is cemented. And when I say that, I'm talking about, you know, the point guard under six feet, right? I think if Chris Paul gets a title, it elevates him past maybe Jason Kidd. It elevates him past Isaiah Thomas or puts him in those same conversations. It makes him, you know, you know get past all the great – point guards that 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 hadn't won titles like Gary Payton, like John Stockton. I think it elevates him there. I think if, you know, Russell Westbrook, his ability to to kind of average a triple-double like Oscar Robinson, him winning the title is a cherry on top, but it doesn't elevate him past any other players that's, that's in his position. It is a little crazy that in all these years in the NBA, LeBron and Melo have never played together yep. in the league. They've played on Olympic teams together. They've mm-hmm. played on all-star teams together, but this will be the first time. LeBron had his chance. It's not that LeBron, yes, LeBron yes. is desperate right now. LeBron, the general manager, could have got Carmelo from Portland long time ago if he felt like he needed. This is LeBron seeing his mortality. This is LeBron saying, oh, man, I let one get away. I can't count on Anthony Davis. Okay. But now he is getting a guy who finished with a 50.6 efficiency last year, field goal percentage-wise. So I don't know if two years ago you're thinking you get this version of Carmelo Anthony. So that, of course, is good. Tune in to an interleague battle tonight as the Dodgers host the Astros. Mm. Coverage begins at 9 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. A busy day in the NFL yesterday, and we're going to play a little bit of hot news or not news with Mm. our friend Kimberly Martin. That's right after this. But first, Bart, from Straight Talk Wireless. 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get in on the action. Well, not anymore, because Straight Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with plans starting at $35 a month with no contract. Get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299, all on America's best network, 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. 5G compatible devices require actual availability coverage and speeds may vary. Coming up today on the Max Kellerman Show, Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert as our countdown to the NFL season continues. Justin Herbert. Today at 210 Eastern with Max Kellerman on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. NFL Training Camp 2021 with Keyshawn Johnson, the New York Giants. The New York football Giants. Woo-wee, Saquon Barkley is back in the fold. Is it the year for Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes? He's got a bunch of weapons. The defense is retooled. Jason Garrett is back as the offensive coordinator. So now what? It's all about Daniel Dimes. Can he do it? We know that Saquon Barkley and Shepard is there. We understand what they did in terms of signing offensive players on both sides of the ball. Defensively, they went out and got players. Adoree Jackson from Tennessee comes over to sure up the secondary. And then when you think about having Saquon Barkley back in the backfield, if he can be the guy that comes in and does exactly what he's supposed to do as he did his rookie year, watch out for the New York Giants. This is the biggest season ever. The countdown to the NFL season continues. Weekday mornings with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, Sirius XM Channel 80, and of course, your smart speakers. You can get a hold of us on the hotline, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. All guests join us on the Goodyear hotline. He's Bart Scott. I'm Jen Latta, joined in studio now by Kimberly Martin. She's here giving the Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Great to have Kimberly here this morning, waking us up a little bit. Kimberly A. Martin. Kimberly, no, we don't you know do the saying? A. Do we do the A? Do we do the A? It, de- it it's depends how you feel. Uh-huh. So, but yes, the Kimberly A is my byline and my Twitter handle. By Kimberly, Kimberly A. The A is Martin. silent. You know, the A is I'm none like of your Steve, damn business. Like Stephen A, but just a little cool. Gotcha. You know. That's probably true. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to do hot news and not news with our friend Kimberly A. Martin. Let's begin with those giants that Keyshawn was just talking about. Joe Judge was livid after a yes. brawl, a full team brawl, leaves his quarterback on the bottom of the pile, pinned, <laughs> hot news or not news, Kimberly? Listen, this is hot news for Bart because I know he's all in on Daniel Jones this season. But I got to be honest. I mean, it's bad because Daniel Jones at the bottom of the yeah. pile, but Joe Judge gets mad at everything. I'm mm. sort of like, 
I've seen brawls before. This is training camp stuff. Yeah. It's nothing new. Get off me. Get off me. I can't <laughs> breathe. I can't breathe. Like, will somebody come pull Junior Whopper hands from underneath the bottom of the pile? How the hell you end up on the bottom of the pile? You know? But listen, this happens, right? And especially on the first day of practice. Now, we saw the kid from um, the, the uh, what is it, the Titans. No, no, the um, Panthers, right? He, you know, he took a, a shot that you don't take on your teammates, and they cut him immediately. But the first day of practice, you got all this smoke from all mm-hmm. these people, all these young dudes been running around feeling themselves, <laughs> and they don't realize that it's about to get it, – it just got real, right? <laughs> They've been making the veteran look all crazy because they run around all jacked them yep. on Mountain Dew because they're young and, and the veteran. Let me show you how this going to work, right? We can do this the easy way or the hard <laughs> way. And, you know, somebody got to hit somebody in the chest to tell that little young dude to slow his ass down, and that's what that yesterday was all about, and somebody went a little bit too far. But it's not – to see here nothing burger the quarterback did downplay the fight in practice let's take a listen we're just just competing and uh everyone's excited first day of pads get out there we got to do a better job uh you know controlling that and, and making sure we're uh controlled in our enthusiasm and excitement were you i mean down the bottom of the pile with 90 grown men around you like that were you, I mean, what do you think <laughs> uh, i was fine yeah i was all good no problem. What was Joe's message? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah. There's consequences for that kind of stuff, and that's the way it is in the game. You know, if you, if you lose your cool, um, there's consequences. That hurts the team. So that was the message, and I think everyone understands that. I'm telling you, it's, it's hilarious, right? Camp fights are the funnest, right? And camp fights are the funnest because it's like the punishment afterwards, right? It's like a bunch of little kids. And, like, Joe Judge took the opportunity to discipline his children. So he put For them on sure. a line. He put them on a line and make them run. Absolutely. But here's the funny part. The people who, who are fighting and they have to run. I can remember getting in a fight and the dude got choked out. And then he had to run. But he was so tired that he started apologizing to everybody. I'm oh, sorry, guys. I'm sorry, Brian. Please. Like, nah, yeah, yeah. You can't breathe. Nah, yeah. I bet you won't fight again. But it is a little unusual that it was a whole team fight. Like, oh, Kimberly, you better sure jump. You better seen, jump in there. But I mean, I've seen a quarterback oh. go up against a wide receiver. I've no. seen a helmet get thrown. I mean, I've I seen that stuff. I remember Danton Lynn. Was it and, and Joe McKnight? Was it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember like Courtland. Yeah, I remember Lynn. like getting my sweater was trampled on. I'm like, excuse me. Got body slammed on the signage. They threw yes. him over the signage. Yes. He broke all the yes. sponsorship. We was losing money out there. I kind of <laughs> like that Joe Judge is laying down the law early. You don't want to do this during the season, but right now during training camp, make sure they know who's boss. Um, more news out of the NFL. Hot news or not news, Kimberly A. Martin. Quentin Nelson out 5 to 12 Ooh. weeks after foot surgery, oh, the same guys. injury that, of course, his quarterback has. This would be hot news by itself. Yeah. It's hot, hot, flaming, scorching hot news Woo! because Carson Wentz also has the same injury and is also going to be out. I mean, how many blows can this team take, guys? This yeah. is huge. This is huge for the Colts. Now you're looking around like, where are two cornerstone pieces that we need for the season? Yeah, you talk about you know what that what that schedule is like when they come in. So this is definitely hot news for me. I think he's the heart and soul of their team. I think he's the guy that sets the tempo. Like I think they get you know rejuvenated and energized when they see him pancaking people coming yeah. down, embarrassing <laughs> right? you know opposing teams linebackers, and the fact that they're going to need him to anchor that offensive line. And like this could put them behind the eight ball, right? Because now they don't have you know, a quarterback, and they're trying to go get Nick Foles. They got Eason, and their schedule first five games are tough yeah. and I wonder how that how much pressure is that going to put on them to take them a celebrate sandwich and, and jump on the anti-inflammatories <laughs> and cortisol shots early in the season just to try and get them to a place where their schedule kind of evens out a little bit 
Uh, Nelson is an Ironman, guys. He was drafted in 2018, has yet to miss a game in the NFL. He's played in 3,265 out of a possible 3,305 offensive snaps. 98.8% of the offensive snaps he has been a part of. They are certainly going to miss his leadership. So I agree. This is hot news coming out of Indianapolis. All right, how about Art Rooney moving over to the Steelers? Will not rule out Big Ben returning in 2022. Too, Kimberly, hot news or not news? Mm, I guess it's hot because there's a chance that we could see Big Ben, but I'm also like 40 year old Big Ben. We won't be more Big Ben. Chris Paul <laughs> playing till he's the 40 years old. We Listen, can hate no Big Ben. Yeah, yeah, there's a difference between Tom Brady and Big Ben. Look, you know well, what I'm saying? Well, he um, like Ben likes fries. <laughs> So, so do I. <laughs> no, um, yeah, no, this is hot news, I guess, my, for me, because the question is, when do the Steelers hit that reset button yeah. on QB? Like, I feel like they're just going to kick the can down the road some more, and I want them to find the next guy, figure yeah. out who that is. Well, they were hoping that this would be a year like Jameis Winston had in New Orleans mm-hmm. where Dwayne Haskins, a former you know top ten pick, could kind of get his life together. But, you know, now he's tooth to tooth Williams. He's getting in fights, getting his tooth knocked out. They don't know if he has the maturity to be able to take the next step. Yep. Well, this you know, is the so, guy who, when he was drafted, said the league done messed up. I mean, that yeah, was his reaction yeah, damn to, messed to up. falling yeah. in the draft. Yeah, and Washington done messed up because they, they spent <laughs> that money on him as a first-round draft. He do having a stripper party during the middle of a damn pandemic. The decision-making yeah. is not his strong suit. Yeah, team. a little questionable. So Same Ben thing. might be, have to play to a 41 because <laughs> they can't find no damn body to replace him. This other dude looked like radio, you know what I mean, sitting up there when he got carried off the field with no face mask. You can't trust him either. And the other dude is Duck Hodges. I've oh said this, God. though. I don't count out Mike Tomlin. I no, think that he is I mean, one of the best in the business, and he figures, out, yeah. he figures out how to get it done no matter who is under center. All right, let's go to the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott could resume throwing next week, Kimberly. This is hot news. And I know NFL players, I know former players are probably going to be like, oh, Dak's fine, Dak's fine. I'm a reporter. And until I see Dak Prescott on a field, I see him and he's healthy, ain't foot's good, arm's good, then I can relax and pause. But until then, no. Big concern for yeah, me. Yeah, we, we, we said the same thing about Jacob DeGrom. Oh, don't worry. He's mm-hmm. okay. He's okay. And now he's shut down. Mm-hmm. I think this is a lot to see here because I think what we're experiencing is compensation. Mm-hmm. His mechanics change because of his gait, because of the injury that he sustained and now he's getting flare-ups in his shoulder and that's bad because he he hasn't thrown that much you know mm-hmm. this early so what's going to happen week nine week ten he's going to be shooting that thing up once again another celebrex burger you know what i mean sit in there <laughs> take him to the back varsity blues make him understand and he's gonna have to try and grit through some stuff and we don't know you know how that effect is going to hurt him with throwing the ball down the field and also pinpoint accuracy which is what you need in his league because the margin for error if that ball is a little bit inside it goes from a completion to a pick six the other way I know a lot of guys, especially veterans, you don't want to see him in the preseason. Mm-hmm. You expect him to just stand Listen. on the side and hold the clipboard. But he wanted to take some preseason reps yeah. because he wanted to see how that ankle was doing. He had the surgery in October and then a second surgery in December for stabilization. So he kind of wanted to see how it would hold up against some live action. Maybe not going to get that opportunity now. Last hot or not for you, Kimberly. Trey Lance taking first team snaps <laughs> with the Niners. Listen, anything Trey Lance is hot. Because in San Francisco, everybody's excited about the future. Let's Mm -hmm. turn the page to the future. I know Jimmy's there. Probably going to be the starter, but whoo boy! When you watch Trey Lance, his mm-hmm. team—it's hard. It's hard not to get excited because you've seen what Jimmy can do. You haven't seen Trey Lance, and so far he looks good. You know, the people talk about just how smart he is as mm-hmm. a kid, his ability to kind of 
pick up the playbook because he's so smart as an individual. He adds a, a different element that, you know, Jimmy G can't add. He adds right. that 11 on 11 capabilities, and that's something that Kyle Shanahan has never had. He's had a lot of guys that were good quarterbacks with pretty much stationary targets. You think about, you know, Trey Lance, what he can offer. And we've seen this before, right? We've seen Mahomes and we've seen, you know, um, Lamar Jackson come in and take over for a quarterback midseason. Right. Not because the quarterback was doing bad and because the team was struggling, but simply because he gave them an element they, they, that they couldn't get. And I'm sorry, not not Mahomes. We saw Colin Kaepernick come mm-hmm. in when, when they were still had a winning record. And I think this could be that same scenario. And if Trey Lance shows that he's ready to play a little sooner than later, then it looks like you know, Jimmy G could be a, a chip for a future team that may lose their quarterback that has aspirations of going to the postseason. So this is a big thing and big news. And they, listen, if I'm Jimmy G, I'm, I'm concerned already yeah. that they're giving him first team reps in the first week. John Lynch was on the Adam Schefter podcast. Here's what he had to say about Lance. He's looked tremendous. He really has. Uh, you know, I think what's been most impressive about Trey, everyone wants to talk about physical traits, but the way he approaches his job, he's a pro uh, in its truest sense. Uh, during these 40 days, they're always a test. There's, there's 40 days that we're away from our players. You know, I will tell you, like on the way to Canton, those players are players that understand what you do on the time away. When, when you're at a facility, coaches are there to make sure that you're on point. And a lot of guys can do that. But it's when you finish the season, whether it be at the end of the regular season or the end of the playoffs or the end of the Super Bowl, that time are where the great ones separate themselves. And I think we got a lot of guys who love football. We work hard to bring in the right type of guys. And uh, we've got a lot of guys who love the game that are willing to do the necessary things to prepare. And I think uh, Trey really uh, is an embodiment of that. And uh, he's looking good on the field too. That of course is good news. Mina Kimes noting on NFL live yesterday, guys, Kyle Shanahan has watched his defenses get shredded by dual threat quarterbacks Mm. for far too long to have one on Mm -hmm. his roster and not trot him out there. She said she thinks Jimmy G starts week one, but not long after that. Let's get to sports center guys. Sydney McLaughlin sets a world record to win the 400-meter hurdles at the Summer Olympics. The 21-year-old from New Jersey won the gold medal, finishing in 51.46 seconds. Also in Tokyo, Team USA's women's basketball team defeated Australia 79-55. They move on to the quarterfinals. Stateside, it was a very busy day in the NBA. Steph Curry gets a four-year, $215 million extension from the Warriors. He becomes the first player in NBA history to sign multiple $200 million contracts. And the Lakers agreed to a one-year free agency contract with Carmelo Anthony. Anthony is an 18-year veteran and a 10-time All-Star, but has never made it to the NBA Finals. Sports Center is brought to you by Goodyear. Movement is always driving us forward, whether it's on the track, the court, or the field. Every move we make, every road we choose to go down, and every single mile marker we pass leads us to find out just how far we can go. Goodyear, more driven. Mm. Yeah, it has been a lot more exciting Mm. in Indianapolis than the Colts would prefer. The injury to, of course, Carson Wentz. Now the injury to Nelson, their offensive lineman. Each of them expected to be out 5 to 12 weeks. We are joined now by former NFL defensive back Darius Butler. He joins the show. He had a nine-year NFL career. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Good morning, Darius. How you doing, man? And, and, and I know you got a relationship with the Colts, so how should Colts Nation feel this morning? Panicked. In a, in, a, in, a, in a huge panic, man. I know some people saying relax. They'll be all right. 
Um, but they should be in the, in the huge panic right now. I know I am. Uh, you know, Carson obviously been banged up, and then, um, you know, Quentin Nelson, Leonard really haven't been out there practicing yet either. Um, Carson misses some valuable time right now, man. So, um, And there's already a lot of question marks around his, you know, return to being a starting quarterback in this league is, is already. So um, I think I think we should be panicked right now. Darius, which one of these injuries are you think is more significant, the, the injury to Quentin Nelson or the injury to Carson Wentz? Um, I got, got to go to quarterback. You know, obviously you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a chance. I played a couple seasons there. We were just kind of a revolving door at that position. And, um, you know, they got a good team, a good defense. But um, not having a quarterback, and then that's just compounded with, you know, not having uh, the best guard in the league showing up that left side of the line. You know, Eric Fisher's already, you know, won't be back for a few weeks with the Achilles. So now you have, uh, you know, Tevi. And then another backup guard over there on that left side of the ball with a quarterback with no experience, um, you know, Easton back there. So um, it's tough. So I got, I got to go a quarterback, though. Darius Butler joining the show this morning. He joins us on the Goodyear hotline. Okay, but how does this affect a team in training camp? All right, so you lose your starting quarterback out 5 to 12 weeks. Boom, you handle that. You absorb that blow. And then the next day, you find out that this all-pro guard is also going to be out 5 to 12 weeks. I mean, I, I got to feel like like the the psyche starts to starts to struggle a little bit at this point. What do you think the team is going through? I mean, you, 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 everybody got to have a next, next man up mentality. And, um, you know, it's on a quarterback and it's on the coaches right now to at least scheme them up and have them looking good and practice, you know, to give the rest of that offense confidence. I know the, uh, the defense's confidence is going to be sky high, you know, going into this preseason, going to get some, you know, more backups and backup quarterbacks and knowing, um, you know, uh, calls and practice and everything else are going to be much, much simpler. But um, it definitely takes a, a big jab at your psyche, especially on that offensive side of the ball. Because Carson Wentz, he was the number two pick for a reason. Uh, we saw him play his best ball with Frank early in his career. And that's what, you know, the fan base, the players, and everyone around that organization was, uh, you know, hyped to see. So now we get to see um, instead uh, what our fourth-round pick from a couple of years ago is going to look like. So um, it's, it's definitely taking a, a jab at the psyche for the team. But, um, you know, Easton, hopefully he steps up and he's somewhat prepared for this uh, this, this shoot, this huge opportunity he's having in front of him. I tell you what, man, that, that first five games is going to set the tempo and set the stage for what this season mm-hmm. is going to be because they can't, you guys can't fall too far behind the Titans. I want to ask you about T.Y. Hilton. I mean, I'm sure you're a teammate of his. You know, I'm sure you guys have a good relationship. What do you think went into his decision to stay there and, and pass on the opportunity um, to be a member of the Baltimore Ravens? Uh, he said he turned down more money other places. Um, you know, like Ravens was the place he spoke about. And, um, you know, he's been a, a mainstay um, in Indy since he's been there, since coming coming in, been a third-round pick. Um, you know, he's third on the list of most of the, you know, major receiving yards behind Reggie and Marvin. And uh, he was com- comfortable there, and uh, that's somewhere he wanted to stay. And then, um, you know, getting a quarterback, making a trade for Carson Wentz, getting a, a, a big, strong-arm quarterback who can stretch the field. Um, you know, T.Y., that's what he does best stretch that field and Phillip Rivers he, he came in he played well last year uh, but he limited what what 13 could do to a defense as a defense you know if that quarterback you know doesn't have an arm that can stretch that field you have you know not not too much fear of 13 on that field so having a guy like Carson even a guy like Ethan he has a big arm and if he can figure some things out um, and make some throws down the field you know T.Y. could be a completely different um, quarterback this year and he's only a year 10 
Um, it, so he's been dealing with some injuries the last couple of years, but um, I expect 13 to have, have a big year, and I'm glad he, um, you know, he stayed in that blue and white. Now you talk about the quarterback carousel that you had and you experienced during your time in Indianapolis. You know, right now, you know, Eason is young. He has no career snaps. You know, it's been rumors that maybe Phillip Rivers can be um, lured away from his coaching debut um, in <laughs> Alabama somewhere, coaching some, probably, probably screaming at somebody's little kids and telling them there's no crying in football. You know, wh- what do you think um, about maybe going out and get Phillip Rivers and, you know, how do you think that would be received and how do you think that would pan out? Uh, you know, I think it'll be received um, well by the guys. I'm not sure how it'll be received by the quarterback, by Wentz. You know, that was one of those big question marks. You know, you know his his mental tough, his toughness, his psyche. You know, obviously you saw how it was, you know, after Foles won the Super Bowl and, you know, got the statue put out in front of the stadium. And then they draft Jalen Hurts and everything just went down the tube. You need a lot of mental toughness, you know, obviously playing the sport, as you know, and especially at that quarterback position. So I don't know how to be taken by him. Um, and obviously he's going to demand a lot of money to even come in and, you know, just be a stopgap for, you know, these first half of the season. And say he gets in there and he's hot. You know, how are you going to pull, you know, Rivers off the field? So that'll be a tough situation um, from a lot of different angles. Uh, honestly, I don't see it happening. I see him, you know, talking about Phillip now, talking about Nick Foles. And honestly, I don't see either one of those options happening. And I think uh, Chris Ballard's going to take his chance and roll the dice with uh, with the young kid, Ethan. Former NFL defensive back Darius Butler joining the show this morning. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Jen Latta, Bart Scott holding it down for the guys. All right, from one quarterback to another, you played with Tom Brady early in your career. TV 12 turned 44 yesterday and, of course, is expected to be under center this year. What do you remember about his drive to perfection? And should we have seen this coming from Tom Brady? Should we have seen that he'd be still slinging it at 44 I mean, I'd be lying if I said I saw this coming. You know, with the weapons that they had uh, at the end there um, in New England, it kind of made it look like, you know, it was time for him to walk out of the door. But on that Tampa roster, that's been a a talented roster, even when Jameis was on there. Jameis just couldn't take care of the ball. And um, so so Tom went out there and got with B.A., who was a completely different um, play caller, and uh, still figured it out, man. I don't think anybody could have saw this happening at 44. I know I didn't. Maybe Bart could have. I don't know. Matter of fact, I got a, I got, I got a bad, bad memory of Bart, man. After what? a big, big game. Yeah, man, we blew y'all out on Monday night, late in the season, my second year in New England. Then uh, ah. in the playoffs, y'all got us back. It was can't, that, that can't wait, man, that can't wait moment. I still live with that. It's okay, man. <laughs> y'all got plenty of championships over there, man. That wasn't even a championship game. Let us have something over there, man. It was all good, man. Y'all had embarrassed this man, run all these pick plays, putting Wes Walker in the backfield. You know what I mean? And Brady still damn winning. Yep, good times, man. Yeah, you know what? Bill won't even let me in the building for that, too. I was doing a financial literacy program with Morgan Stanley. I was going around trying to do my part and <laughs> educating everybody. No, nah, no, nah, Bart can't come in my building. Like, damn, man, we ain't even opponents no more, Bill. Let it go, brother. <laughs> you know the hoodie not forgetting that. Well, we were talking about the Bucks a minute ago, and obviously they are running it back, bringing everybody back to try to get another shot at it. Who's the biggest threat in the NFC to the Bucks going back-to-back? Man, I got to go with the 49ers. I got to go with the 49ers. They got, um, you know, a, a great, a very good roster a couple years removed from the Super Bowl. Um, and then you got you 
probably got the best quarterback situation in the league right now. You got a guy who took you to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, you know, 22 and 80 start as a starter. And then you got the number three pick with Trey Lance, who you can kind of keep on ice until you're ready for him to roll. And he brings a completely different element to that team. Obviously, we know the play caller that uh, Kyle Shanahan is. Um, you get Nick, a healthy Nick Bosa back on the defensive side of the ball. So uh, a lot of things, that's a tough, tough division, probably the best division in football. Um, but I, I, would, I would go with the San Francisco 49ers, um, given giving, uh, the Bucks the biggest threat in the NFC. He's Darius Butler. He comes to us via the Goodyear hotline, brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Thanks, Darius. Good to chat with you, man. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. And NFL owner says his head coach is now in a win-now mandate, but after three years without making the playoffs, is that true? That's after Bart has this from Goodyear. Well, a good year. I think I'm going to go Dash Pass. Let's go Door Dash here with the summer of Dash Pass. Right now, Dash Pass members are taking $10 off groceries, alcohol, pet food, and more. Need a nightcap? $10 off. Got a cough? Get relief delivered for less. Want to surprise your crush? Send a gift and save. Try Dash Pass for free and get special savings, exclusive menu items, and $0 delivery fees year round. Get more from your neighborhood now with Dash Pass in the DoorDash app. And stay cool out there. Terms and conditions apply. Coming up today on the Max Kellerman Show, Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert. As our countdown to the NFL season continues, Justin Herbert. Today at 210 Eastern with Max Kellerman on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I love this song. I forgot how good this song was. Man, I have absolutely enjoyed over the last hour or so every single break you commenting on the music selections, Bart Scott. You know what I'm saying? Most most shows got DJ Killigroove, not us. (laughs) Alan spits that hot fire. They are doing it very good. Top DJs alive. Very good. DJ Callie and Alan. Yeah, this is Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. He's Bart Scott. I'm Jen Latta. We're presented by Progressive Insurance this morning. And yes, we are going to play a little game here. Um, So we're going to talk about some teams in the NFL because, you know, there are guys out there saying that the Raiders are not in a must-win situation. And those guys are, of course, well, the owner of the Raiders, Mark Davis, reporting from Raiders training camp in Nevada. Peter King writes in his Football Morning in America column that John Gruden is not under a win-now mandate from owner Mark Davis. And by win-now, of course, we mean making the playoffs. 
Should the Raiders be in a win-now situation, Bart Scott? Hell yeah. I mean, they're giving this man a hundred milli. You know what I'm saying? He making real smoney, right? Of course, at some point you got to have some results, and it's good to be, you know, respectable, but at what point do they take the next leap? You, know, you talk about trying to be able to, you know, grow and develop a, big, a bigger fan base, moving to, to, to Las Vegas, the new stadium, all this energy around your team, and you, you can't show up. At some point, you know, you think about some of, you know, Mike Mayock and some of these decisions that he's made in the draft – you know, Colin Farrell, Jacobs was a stud, but, you know, he's missed on some of these guys. You know, Ruggs hasn't really materialized. At what point do we want some return on our investment? $10 million is a lot of money, man. But he's already got that money in the bank. It's not like yeah. it's contingent on a winning season. It feels like every year, Bart, we are talking about how the Raiders have finally figured it out, that this is going to be the year that they make some noise. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Uh, and it's not just winning a few games right out of the gate like they did last year. Derek Carr has been a middle-of-the-pack quarterback. Yeah. There is no reason to believe that he's going to be anything more than a middle-of-the-pack quarterback. So if you are hitching your wagon to Derek yeah. Carr and John Gruden, what evidence do you have that this is a playoff combination. And, and, here, and here's the difference, right? Like Derek Carr has been a middle-of-the-pack quarterback, but they're paying him bottom-of-the-pack type of money. So when you got that, that means you have more resources to go out and put a better team around him. We always talk about, listen, Derek Carr is no worse of a quarterback than Baker Mayfield. Right, but yo, what have they surrounded Baker Mayfield with? Talent. Weapons and yeah. talent, right? And they have failed miserably. You know, paying um, um, Trent Brown all that money to come out there from New England, making him the highest paid offensive lineman, and you sent them back for a fourth round draft pick, right? So you know, losing Rodney Hudson, all the great players that they've wasted their prime. Khalil Mack can't find a way to win without him. Haven't replaced him as far as being able to get pressure on the quarterback. Haven't been able to stop anybody. The problem is they can't stop anybody. Derek Carr is five and one against. Uh, uh, Mahomes, so it's not that they can't beat the big bad wolf, it's that they don't have the consistency and the discipline to be able to continue to put good uh, performances together week in and week out. So that means that, you know, John Gruden isn't keeping his team focused to be able to beat the teams that they're supposed to beat and split with the with the good ones. That's usually the recipe for probably 12 and 6, right? And, and you know, 12 and 6 is what I'm talking about. 12 and 4, right? And, you know, they well, it's going to be 12 and 5 this year because of the extra game. And so you had, that falls at the lap of a leadership because attitude reflects leadership. It takes a while for you former players to get that new math in yeah, your head, Yeah, it's messing me it? up because I'm so used 16, to it. You've been doing 16, 16, 16, now you got to do the 17 math. All ah. right. Real or not real, teams under a win-now mandate. How about the New York Giants? Yeah, because Dave Gettleman told us that Saquon Barkley was a, uh, a, a yellow jacket, and when you're picking second, you got to get a yellow jacket. And there was no quarterbacks in that draft. Ooh, like well, that. one has won the MVP. The other one is a bona fide star on his way to an MVP. And Baker Mayfield led his team over the Pittsburgh Steelers last year. So the fact that we are still unsure about Saquon Barkley long term, you think that Chris McCaffrey and you know that you don't have to spend a first-round draft pick on a running back. And if you are a first-round running back and you're a high first-round pick, especially the second overall pick, you have to be so much more than just a quarterback. You, we're, you're expected to have Christian McCaffrey type of productivity, thousand and thousand, right? Be something special. Be so much more than just a guy that runs the football. Saquon Barkley hasn't been able to be healthy. You know, you think about Andrew Thomas, failed with that a little bit. And we have no idea what the hell Danny Dimes, a.k.a. Junior Whopper Hands, is. And if he doesn't show out this year, I think it's an indictment on Joe uh, on. Um, Gettleman and his ability to build a team and be able to take a leap into the new millennium. 
Well, the offense was absolutely terrible last year, in part because Saquon Barkley was not out there on the field. They go out there, they get Kenny Galladay. Um, I understand the optimism surrounding this team, but mm-hmm. again, it's another I'll believe it when I see it. I did like the tenacity of Judge, you know, going after the guys. You know, you start a fight. And again, yeah. we talk about fights in, in training camp being regular, and you kind of see them all the time, especially between different personnel groups. But a full team fight, yeah. I love that he was like holding them accountable, making oh, them get on yeah. the line running and push-ups he is one it's to set that stage of toughness right away and and so I look I agree with the optimism I don't know if they need to win right now I think they still got a couple years you can give them a little bit of a leash I mean Danny Dimes is setting himself up to be Sam Darnold right because you have to move forward all the other retread quarterbacks that's going to be available you know Jameis Winston you you look at a guy like uh, Jimmy G you know you got to make a real decision if he's not the guy you can't waste the talent that you've just put around because you're going to have to pay these guys in a little while all right last one here in real or not real teams under a win now mandate what about your patriots not your patriots but what about yeah, the please don't patriots? put that on me Ricky Bobby. i know don't uh, <laughs> you put that on me ricky bobby <laughs> patriots are they in a win now situation well i think it's a sense of urgency i don't know if they're in a win now because there's so much equity there right this is an organization that has been the model for all professional sports for the last 20 years and the fact that they're rebuilding and retooling with a young quarterback I mean I think they have a little time we give them a little grace so no they're not under any pressure to win this year I think Bill is to prove that he can win without time Bart mentioned the Giants in a win now mandate so is the pressure already getting to them that's next on KJZ on ESPN radio and ESPN news on TV he's Bart Scott I'm Jen Latta holding it down for the guys today on Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin this is the story of the one As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Grainger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Grainger, for the ones who get it done.